Hey guys, welcome to another Pillow Talk episode, as always, recorded from the lovely bed of Gabriella. Today, we talk about where we're at in college or postgrad for Gabs, how we spend our free time, and the effect of technology on our lives. In my senior seminar class, we're reading this book called Reclaiming Conversation, The Power of Talk in a Digital Age by Sherry Turkle. And it gave us a lot of insight about how technology is shaping our lives, shaping how children develop mentally. And yeah, we reflect on social media and how we use it every single day. Also, at the end of this episode, I get a very special and unexpected call. So stay tuned. We are back on Gab's bed. Hello. Hi. Hello. What were you saying, Faye? Continue Hi. your thought. <laughs> that uh, Mary Stewart got me into a new anime last night. And I made a plan for Sunday when I go home to see my family to go to my bookstore and to buy a bunch of manga. <laughs> so Which, one? Which one are you into now? Um, I love it. You sent me a picture of it. Made Sama. You were like, I am simping. Was... <laughs> Bad. It was funny. It was so good though. I'm, I'm finishing that. Hunter x Hunter. Yes, that's on my list. It's so good. I Anyways, <laughs> I would really like to talk about your updated post-college life gaps. Because it's very exciting. Yeah. You told us a little bit about it, but I kind of want to hear like your process feelings and like where you're at now. Yeah. Um. So I think the biggest feeling I have right now is imposter syndrome. So I... <laughs> somehow got into UPenn, which is crazy. Yeah, everyone here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and so it's been, like, a really crazy journey going from, like, kind of, like, a no-name small Christian school in the <laughs> North Shore of Massachusetts, yeah. and then, like, getting into, like, one of the top schools for social work, and... Amazing. Yeah, so I'm super excited about it. Super proud. Um, it's also been, like, kind of anticlimactic because of... Like, being far away from family and, you know, mm. stuff like that. But, yeah, no, so that's been good. And I actually just got, like, accepted to get an interview for, like, being a legit counselor at a college. <laughs> Arcadia College, so. You just graduated. I just graduated. Um, so that's kind of the, that's the big update. That's so fun. Yeah. Um, so, I guess looking at post-grad life kind of as like advice for us where we have a sophomore a junior a senior like was it what you expected or what do you think like got you through it or I don't know like what was the toughest part especially during COVID I think the toughest part for me was honestly the FOMO of all my friends still being in school (laughs) but like not regretting my choice to graduate early because I'm saving a lot of money and Mm um but also like moving forward I think it's so easy to be like oh like college was my life or like this was my life in college um and then thinking past that is like really scary and like I didn't really want to think about careers so like jumping into a grad school is like kind of the way that I coped with that but (laughs) also really important for the social work field like you really can't get a job without your master's Mm -hmm, doing anything like specifically there early very important yeah um especially if you want like a family and stuff which I do so yeah (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so I I guess the way that I coped is, like, I still kept touch with, like, my friends from college, like, all you guys, Mm -hmm. and, 
Yeah, and but also realize that it's my turn to like start a new chapter. Yeah. But like, was that new chapter scary? Because you know, like, oh, it's horrifying. It's horrifying. So, like, what do you do? Like, what's the difference? Like, what were you not expecting? You know what I mean? I just like because I'm almost at that post college part, looking for jobs, not grad school. I've been yeah. thinking about it though, but. Like, I feel like I don't know what I'm stepping into. Yeah, no, me either. Okay. Especially, and I think <laughs> the... Imposter syndrome. Yeah, and I think, like, the first step of that was moving into an apartment, and I was like, I don't have an emergency kit. Like, I don't have Band-Aids. I don't have batteries or light bulbs or, like, other things that you just need in a house. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't really think about that. And then, like, for grad school, it's like, oh, like, I'm going to grad school, but then I will get a job. So, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. So, I don't think I'm coping that well. I'm sitting here in my bed eating cold pasta with my college friends. So. <laughs> I'm eating <laughs> eggs. Oh, well, chocolate eggs, not normal eggs. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just some hard-boiled eggs. Mm-hmm. But I think everyone's faking it to an extent, right? You mm-hmm. know, Because I feel like people look at you and you're like, you're doing great. I'm not. But we think you are. Mm-hmm. I think you are. Yeah. Aww. She's a very hard worker. Mm-hmm. What did they say about your experience? I thought you had five ex- five years of experience post-grad when you're like no i've been out for um half a year half not even half a year now oh, yeah, for like two, two months, months. Yeah. they the lady was like oh so from your like profile like you've been out of like grad like undergrad for like five years and i was like no i was just very busy during my undergrad <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but also if you guys ever want to get a job work with sex trafficking because mm-hmm. people it's super niche and like it really looks great on applications and mm. It's also just such a great cause. I'm anti-sex trafficking efforts. Like, don't support. Is Mark still doing stuff with them? Mark? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who the f- is Mark? <laughs> I know that. I don't honestly. Don't. I think he volunteers, but I don't think he volunteers anymore because he's working at Domino's. Nice. Okay. I don't cool. know. Just wondering. I knew he did some stuff with them. Yeah, but he's pretty woke about that stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. cool. What's it like? Sophomore. Yeah. So, like, Faye, you're freshman. Sophomore. Sophomore. Wow. Jeez, I met you when you were a freshman, but. Mm-hmm. And then you guys are juniors. Mm-hmm. So, like, what, how do you guys feel like that's changing? Maybe we'll, like, work our way. Work our way up. The sophomore, the junior, and the senior. The sophomore is the best. How do I feel like what's changing? Like, College, like how sophomore year different than freshman year? Like, you're setting yourself up for life. Like, how do you feel? Yeah, <laughs> and you just solidified your majors, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which are? Uh, I'm majoring in social welfare and I'm minor in environmental studies. Yay, environmental! Woo! Yay, social welfare! <laughs> Heck yeah! So I'm excited for that. That definitely feels nice. Uh, last summer, I was just like, oh, like I'm ready to have my major. Mm-hmm. After a year of being undecided, that was nice to just like know. Mm-hmm. Um, and have my little niche area of study that I actually feel pretty confident in, in my abilities yeah. mm-hmm. to do well. So that's good. Um, I definitely think solidified friendships is the biggest thing probably mm-hmm. for sophomore year. Um, because as they say, you lose so many of your freshman friends because everybody's just trying to be friends with each other. And no one really. Yeah, I wonder why I didn't take that. <laughs> no one really sticks around. Oh. Oh. <laughs> All my freshman friends stuck around. Oh wow! I'm so oh, glad wow. for you, guys. Really? Yeah. Meredith, Arwen. Wow. Eric Kenyon. Yeah. 
homies. All good people. Yeah, so. I got Rachel. I guess the key was to surround ourselves with good people. Mm. Yeah. And we just did not. Anyway. I'm just kidding. Anyways. <laughs> no more shade on this podcast, guys. Continue. Only no. oh, son. <laughs> Homer <laughs> Sunny. Taxidermy Sunny. I'll talk about taxidermy. Oh, I love taxidermy. Can I, can I tell you guys a little bit more about taxidermy to try to can after we go yeah. to Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I just, I just love it a lot. Yeah, sophomore year. Uh, just feeling better acquainted with being a college student. Mm-hmm. And Good. definitely more adjusted. Do you feel like you sleep more your sophomore year? You did freshman year? <clears throat> yeah. Also not sleeping as well. Which is kind of a bummer. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, I've been sleeping like eight hours a night, which is a oh, lot wow. for That's a college amazing. student. That is a lot. Yeah. absurd for a college student. I know! But I don't function if I don't get sleep, so that's a big thing. That's why this week has been not ideal, because mm. I just, like, have not been able to fall asleep and mm. thinking in circles. I have one piece of pasta. But you can eat as much pasta as you want. It's homemade sauce. Oh, homemade. It's got some homemade. basil leaves in it. It's very yummy. But, yeah. Yeah. What about Nat? What about your junior life? Mm. How about your majors? Well... I just declared psychology last semester. Yes! Woo! Took two and a half years. And comm minor. I still need to technically do that paperwork, but... Mm -hmm. Don't worry. I just did mine, so... Okay. You're fine. For your mate? Oh, minor. Minor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, like, I've already taken all the classes. I just have to, like, actually do the emailing of declaring. Mm -hmm. Um, Comm department's great. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, I don't know. I feel like... I feel like relationships, like what you just said, Faye, have, like, solidified a lot more this year. And I've gained, like, a lot of new people mm-hmm. um, that I didn't think I'd be friends with. But now I'm like, oh, cannot see my life without them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I... Like, what's the focus of this year for you? Like, is it academic, relationship-wise, spiritual? <laughs> That's a right answer. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly... I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I feel like... I hate school. I hate (laughs) learning. No, I don't hate learning. I hate, like, reading and doing work. Like, I hate it so much. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I'm not a good student. Like, I'm terrible. You are so... No, 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 no. But you're so smart. You are smart. I'm not, though. You are. I'm really not. We can look at my GPA. We're not going to do that, but... (laughs) Um, <laughs> Let me just pull that up for you. <laughs> I'm gonna graduate, but Dude, like, size, caring, kind, empathetic, emotional intelligence. I could oh. cry. Oh. Oh. Yay! Words of affirmation. It's um, more important to be kind than to be. I know. Yes. I like that. I like being kind, but um, so I feel like academics, like, is something that like I have such a hard time with. But like, yeah. So this year has been really tough. Mm academics wise even though last semester i got my first ever two a's on a transcript <gasps> wow. yeah period, period. Oh, so yeah we don't, so good. yeah so that was like actually a big win um but i feel like all that is because my spiritual life has been so much better <gasps> wow which like adds up um <laughs> you mean, like having a balanced life helps you balance I the things barely, in your life <laughs> ah, i barely have balance um who would have thought that god wants me to thrive 
arrive. God wants the best for me. What? Yeah. I feel like... <laughs> Clowns. Oh just a clown. I'm just a clown. <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't know. Welcome to the circus. I feel like... I'm in a circus. Um, I feel like this is, like, the first year where if I've been feeling down or, like, whatever, I, like, actually run to the father. Like, I... Yes. Like, I... I don't know. Like, it's so... It's so hard for me to, like, be honest with myself. So, I feel like I've been, like being more honest with myself and actually talking to God about that, being like, hey, God, I feel anxious. Help. Like, little things like that have actually been, like, so helpful for me in my spiritual life. Just, like, literally just talking to him. Mm-hmm. Like, which is something that, like, I normally haven't done in the years past. Even though, like, freshman year, should have been doing that. Should have been doing that. Sophomore year, I don't know what happened sophomore year. Oh, me neither. Like, literally, I don't know. COVID? Second, no. second half. Yes, oh, yeah. Half. Yeah, like we've a year only, ago. We've only had one normal spring semester. Yeah. Freshman. Wild. Because in sophomore, was weird. was COVID. Mm-hmm. And now it's COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forget that I'm older than everyone. Mm-hmm. And then we just talked about it. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Wait, off of what you just said, mm-hmm. can I... Um, so, we do this thing called prayer partners at our Bible study where we pick, we write all our names on sticky notes, fold them up, and then we take them, don't look at them, then pray for whoever's on that name, whoever's on that sticky note throughout the week, we don't know who it is, then when we come back together, we, like, talk about what we prayed for, blah, 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 then we reveal our mystery ladies, we like to call them, <laughs> but last week I didn't bring my journal, but I have it now, so I'll read you what I wrote, because it kind of lines up with what you said, so for my ml i prayed for stability courage and more faith in you capital y-o-u like i wrote Mm -hmm. that and then the song you're a good good father thankful for friends pray for restoration and then um pray oh yeah for my ml i pray you would encourage her and give her a sense of renewal like a plant coming back to life yeah, so that was what I did for last week, which just kind of lines up with, like, the theme I feel like you've been talking about, like, relying on God more and having yeah. him as your sustainable sustenance, <laughs> sustainer, yes, <laughs> sustainer, <laughs> I'm so bad with, like, different forms yes. of growth, I, yeah, what yeah, like, oh, my you, your refuge, your <laughs> yeah, rock. yeah, refuge rock, just yeah. all those, Other biblical yeah, songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so all that, but yeah. Yeah, I think it's so crazy how like every week we're like, oh my gosh, when I'm more close to God, like my life is just so much better. I feel so much secure, mm-hmm. and then I just like don't turn to God, and my yeah. life falls apart. And I'm like, why does my life suck? Because <laughs> I'm not looking at you right now. Yeah, but yeah, I feel like junior year is a lot about mm-hmm. just relying on Him more, mm-hmm. and I literally have no idea what I'm gonna do in the future. Like, Same. literally, I, moms. I literally just want to be a mom. Mm-hmm. And a good wife. But, like, mainly wants, a mom. If anyone wants a wife I that mean, will, like, that will enjoy cooking, cleaning, laundry, taking care of the kids, um, my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> With some help along the way. Yeah. Thank you. Her number is... 978. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. XXX. Um, yeah. No, that's that's yeah. so true. I That's why I really like having this Bible study, because mm-hmm. no matter how, like, how crazy my week gets... Like, this is just so solid that it always, like, brings me back on track. And my hope is that I will 
continue to build up what happens throughout the week, you know? Because yeah. if I didn't have this, I feel like it'd just be like, yeah. 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 And I really like this Bible study because we're doing 52 weeks through the Bible. So yeah. it's, it's a long-term commitment. Like, we are we are dedicated to reading the entire yeah. Bible through. And it I th- mm-hmm. it's truly, it's less about, like, what do you think? And a lot more of, like, what is God saying in his word? And, like, how can we yeah. learn that? Because I think the biggest thing post-grad for me, I was thinking about this because I was like, I don't know what's different. Mm-hmm. But the difference is that I have a ton of free time. I'm not doing homework all the time. Ooh, so I don't have to so monetize my habits so I can just, oh. like, read what I want and stuff. But That's that means hilarious. I have more time to neglect God and not do the things yeah. that I should <laughs> oh. be doing. You know, so... I like I think that you think once you graduate you have everything together and that you'll be balanced and you'll have a job and a solid relationship and a a clear path and you're just like oh well maybe I got like one out of the six we're just gonna keep going for it like here we are but yeah so yeah so I would say like you have to balance everything yeah. wherever you are. In yeah. Life. Speaking of yeah. that, okay, that reminded me. My lovely roommate Ivy posted this chart on her Instagram the other day, where it was a pie chart, and then there were like different slices, and it was like what my life looks like now, and then there was like a pretty solid chunk for like God, friends, education, blah blah blah. But then it was like what it should be, and it was a pie chart with all those things without God in it, and God was, like, the box outside of all of it. That is so cool. Yeah, and I was like, that's so cool, because I feel like there's so many parts of my life, but and I'm trying to, in a sense, balance all of them, but the real balance is, like, put, throwing all of it, all, all of my, not all, okay, I don't know how to explain this well, but really prioritizing God over all of it, because then it, like, flows into, like, the rest, mm-hmm. you know? So... I used to, in in the beginning of the Bible study, I was like, oh, I'm going to try to, like, spend, like, time with God during the day, like, and I would just, like, pray, and then I would just say, like, oh, God, like, will you be with me today, and, like, just come along with me, like, throughout the day, Mm -hmm. and then I would, like, totally forget (laughs) that I did that, and then then live my day, and then later I'd be like, oh, shoot, I feel like I just, like, ditched him or, like, left him on red, like, all day. (laughs) Maybe God on red. Yeah, but, I don't know. Yeah. At least he never leaves us on red. Yeah. True. Amen. It's true. Oh, yeah, and we've been reading Esther, and today we discussed how God isn't even mentioned once in the Bible, and we're talking about how that just kind of shows us. Oh, in Esther, in our reading, in our, in our Bible, in our Bible reading this week. Um, but, yeah, we were talking about how that just kind of shows you that no matter what we're doing, even if we acknowledge God or not, turn to God, God is always working, mm-hmm. like, in the yeah. background. And not, okay, I shouldn't even say in the background, but, like, we put him in the background, but he's working at the forefront of our lives and all of it for his glory. Just comprehend it. Yeah. Um, it's wild. But, yeah. Oh, I'll talk about my year. It's my junior year, but technic- it's technically my junior year, but it's my senior year because I'm graduating, which is kind of weird that I'm thinking about it now. Um, and I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I was talking to someone, I forget who, but they were like, what has been your favorite year slash semester? And usually I feel like it's like, oh, sophomore year, you know, you know, you like solidified your friend group or whatever, but it's been this semester. My final semester has been my best semester because I feel like freshman year, you know, obviously it's kind of fun, but it's kind of all over the place. You're just fresh into college. And then sophomore year, personally for me was just like a mess I don't even know what happened I just like it was a blur um last semester wasn't even that great 
but then this semester has been so fulfilling like I have you guys I I'm like finding people in my life that fill me up so much and I love that like with my so I run this thing at my school I don't know we put on events and our (laughs) staff advisor like we meet every week and it's our director's meeting but it's more like a therapy session with our advisor and we just catch up on each other's lives and like pray for each other and it's just so fun and I don't dread that meeting at all usually with meetings I'm like oh I don't want to go to a meeting but like I just feel so poured into also shout out Catherine my cousin I've been praying with Catherine every single week and it's so nice because she's at college and she feels so far away sometimes especially since we grew up seeing each other every day but just like catching up on each other's lives once a week and then praying for each other I'm like shoot it's almost like when two people come together and pray it like it's powerful it's power like actually powerful and can like completely transform my day and then I've been hanging out with my roommate more and I went out with like the international students yesterday and it was just so fun and yeah I was exhausted it was 8 p.m oh no it was 9 p.m I just finished swimming I was like I just want to stay in my room but Ivy was like oh do you want to go out with us I'm going with um who, who did she tell me? Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm going with Jesse, And then I was like, oh, okay, sure. And even though I was so tired, just like I knew that being with those people would just make me feel so like happy. So this semester's honestly been the best. And I'm so happy to end my college career like this. My eyes are sweating. <laughs> Nat's <laughs> eyes are sweating. That's funny. Oh, yeah. It's okay. I'll be in the area. I'll be, and then what if I try to go to grad school in Boston? Because I kind of want to. I've been thinking about it. Um... That's a new development, though. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. It's just that I've been thinking about grad school. I've been talking about grad school with my parents a little bit. But my dad's always like, Rachel, you hate school. Do you really want to go to more school? Like, you hate school. Like, I'd tell you to go to grad school if you weren't you. And I was like, and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. But now I've been thinking <laughs> about it more. I know Jonathan. <laughs> love Jonathan. But now I've been thinking about that a little bit more. So I don't know. Yeah. Oh, also, my mom got ex- accepted into a master's program. <laughs> Yeah, so for yes, teaching. So yeah, so yay, applause for Angela. Yay. So my mom's a language teacher and she is so hardworking. So I'm the type of person where I'll do the bare minimum to do a good job and then get by. But my mom will just throw so much effort into anything that she does because she loves it, even though it like works her to the what's the expression? Like to the bone. To the bone, yeah. Mm-hmm. Works her to the bone. She's just so passionate and loves it so much. And even though her students don't even appreciate her, teachers are so underappreciated. Yeah. Underpaid. Yes, underpaid, underappreciated, overworked. She just loves what she does and puts so much effort into it, and it's amazing. But she realized that her license, quote license, kind of expires unless she gets her master's in teaching. So she's doing that, juggling taking care of an taking care of an entire family. My brother, who's ten, and you know, needs so much attention. And she was even talking to me about that. She was like, "Yeah, I kind of feel guilty with." how I'm not spending as much time with Jaden as I have with you guys. And I'm like, that's so not true. You spend so much time with us. You're fine. Um, But yeah, I just been thinking about that a lot because I really want to go home and help with like cooking and cleaning because over break, I just, I cooked every day. I cleaned all that kind of stuff. Um, But also, sorry, this is just like an update on my life. (laughs) Um, Okay. Because I don't have class Friday or Monday. So I was like, oh, I could go home four days every single weekend and just help my mom but because of covid i'm not allowed to do that so then that makes me feel kind of bad um but yeah i've been trying to 
like I zoom with my brother and we'll watch TV together, which is cute. So he's not always so playing cute. video games. Um, at my brother. <laughs> yeah. See, technology, Ooh, technology. Technology. It's making people less empathetic because you do everything across the screen, which actually has effects on how you interact with people. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we talked about cancel culture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about actually deleting social media? Yeah. Because yeah. I've been thinking about that. Um, because one section of the book that I'm reading, I'll figure out the title later. I forget. Um, but it was saying like, we're not anti-technology. We're just pro-communication, but how we're viewing technology right now and how we're using it is having like negative effects. Well, what they actually said was, um, there's so much positive to technology, but there's also so many negatives to what it's doing that rather than a net positive, we're just at a net neutral. Mm So... Okay, yeah, you deleted Instagram. You don't have social media. Yeah, I, so... When was that? How has it affected your life? I think at halfway through quarantine, I... That's hard during quarantine. Yeah, halfway through quarantine, I deleted my accounts. Like, I didn't just delete them off my phone. Um, Like, like, deactivated everything. Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook. I just got Facebook back only because I need it for grad school, but Mm -hmm. I don't, I only have it on my computer and I don't have any pictures or anything on there. Mm -hmm. I'm just not using it. Off the grid. But, um, it was actually, it was really hard at first because I was spending like six to seven hours on my phone Mm -hmm. scrolling through TikTok or Snapchat stories or Instagram. Um, but like what I realized is my mood has increased and my self-confidence has increased because I'm not always looking at what other people are doing. I'm actually focusing on what's happening in my life and instead of judging other people and like putting myself against whatever they're doing, I'm just really sorting out for myself what makes me happy and how can I achieve that. (laughs) So that's been really good. And also I didn't want my data to be mined or for... I don't know. Yeah. So I didn't want that. Um, social dilemma. You know, here we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the social dilemma was really compelling. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen a positive, a net positive? Net positive. Any negatives? Um, I, I guess I feel a little out of the loop. I've, like, when yeah. people are like, oh, have you seen, like, this TikTok trend? I'm like, nope. Yeah. I mean, I watch an absurd amount of YouTube, mm-hmm. so, I mean, I'm not that out of touch. And yeah. I'm only 22, so it's not like I'm... Mm-hmm. super old and out of it but i've really wow. enjoyed it i spend like max two hours on my phone that's and that's nice. like that's on a busy day yeah. um i'm reading a lot yeah, more a lot of time to read. yeah i've been like averaging like 10 to 11 books a month like it's Insane. i love reading yeah. so much and so you're reading like junk books and oh i call them junk books yeah no yeah. i me too yeah okay so <laughs> i call like um like fiction fantasy junk yeah. books not that they're junk it's just that that's what we called them when we were younger um but yeah junk books and yeah. Uh, non-junk books. Yeah. So educational. Yeah. Educational books. I've yeah. been reading a lot about mindful communication and so Brene Brown is a like renowned social worker and just the best person she ever. Has a great podcast. Great pod great podcast. So I read a lot of Brene Brown. I just finished Glennon Doyle's Untamed that like rocked my life. And then I have been reading Susan Oh, we were talking about this last week. Susan yeah, I, I put it in there. Yeah, whatever. But so that was mindful five ways uh to be more mindful in your communication and then I'm reading I read a lot of the classics like Pride and Prejudice and um Sense and Sensibility uh The Great Divorce um Screwtape Letters and then I'm reading a smutty fantasy YA series called (laughs) Throne of Glass and then I'm reading Six of Crows and the Graveyard Book so a lot of like 
I'm just like enjoying that so yeah. much and I think I've I'm more open-minded to people mm-hmm. now because instead of just like reducing them to what I saw on Instagram or what I stalked them on Instagram I'm like yeah. oh like tell me about your life because I don't know anything about you yeah <laughs> you know that's so a good point that's about it but how is it with social media right now because I have no idea what's happening so I think with social media with me I so I thought a lot about like getting rid of certain parts of it or like maybe reducing how much I use it it's hard though because I'm a comm major my whole life mm-hmm. kind of revolves around marketing social media I'm the social media director at my school for like two different roles, Um, this podcast, obviously. But after reading that book that I'm reading for my comm class, I didn't realize how much it could be affecting my life. And I think social media, it's hard because you go online and then you scroll through and a lot of it's like negative Mm -hmm. or like a fake positive. I don't know how to describe that, but it's kind of like what we were talking about with culture nowadays, where it's like the in thing to be like super liberal and all this. And if you're not, then it's like not okay at all. And I think we're reducing people to what they may or may not, like what they put on social media, like the little that they put on when there's such a broad spectrum of beliefs and thoughts about everything and more like social media really does reduce it to like black and white. And if someone tries to step into that gray area, it's like, okay, you're canceled or you're not. So I think it's honestly, if you're not careful about the media that you're consuming, like a pretty negative thing to always be putting into your brain. And I'd be curious to like get rid of it and see how it affects my thinking. Yeah, that could be a fun challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also for Len, I'm giving up alcohol and cussing. Whoa, yeah, because I never really soar until last year, and and I like not judging anyone that does, but like <laughs> everyone just went like Ugh, cringed. Um, but it's kind of the thing, like you know, when the Bible doesn't say a specific thing, like this. This is what I used to think about, like swimsuits and two pieces. Like all my friends wore two pieces, but I just never felt comfortable with it. Not necessarily that it was like a bad thing or a good thing but for like cussing I realized I was like oh it's not necessarily like a bad thing or a good thing really but then I just I feel convicted when I do it so I'm not gonna do it anymore and I've been recently feeling convicted about alcohol even though I don't really drink that much anyways I just don't want to anymore so cussing and alcohol and social media maybe I'll start by like reducing it to no social media on the weekends Nice. Because I do have to have it for my jobs. Yeah. So that's something to figure out. But yeah. Yeah, yeah I gave up Netflix and all TV, <laughs> which is hard. But not YouTube. <laughs> not YouTube. So YouTube, I'm on you a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and then my family, we do fasting. So oh, yeah, right. I fast. So I'm uh, I'm trying to control, like, because before I'm like, oh, I just get hangry or like I just get moody. But that's not an excuse to be a b- so I need yeah. to like work on that, and mm-hmm. hence the the cursing. I don't feel convicted doing it, but yeah. I should stop. But here we are, growing. Yes, here we are. Anything else? Yeah. The, the we were talking about <laughs> aff- social media effects on your life, yes, oh. and then I don't know if you want to talk about Lent. If you do Lent, I never do Lent, but I guess I'm trying to do Lent. Cause I was thinking. Okay, side note, really quick. The last time I went to the apartment, they just spread out the alcohol, which is like fine, right? 
Um, but I'm like, okay, I just want to have that. Like if I went, <laughs> what's me doing? Like if I go up there again, like drinking's fine, but I want to, like, I would probably drink too, but I want a reason to say no. Yeah. And I think it starts with this and then building my own confidence to say no. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I'm fine. I have self-control guys. Okay. Just social drinking's hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, but to social media, yeah, social um, media. Social I media. feel like over like winter break, I was on social media, like all the time. It was just like an escape kind of thing, oh, yeah. you know? Um, and I also, I had COVID and like, was just like a sad little, so social media, here I come. And, (laughs) um, but since being back at school, I like, don't really go on it except for like at night or in the morning, like when I wake up and I like just tap through the stories. I don't look at anything. I just like tap really fast just to like get away, get like the purple circles away because i think it's yeah. annoying yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, like i don't like really yeah. <laughs> honestly for real. we're like they I'm, knew what like, they were I'm doing not held, i'm not social media doesn't have an effect no, on me they're literally in like a room discussing it's like all right let's make it really annoying and standing out so like people want to get rid of me like the note yeah yeah it's like a thing yeah, yeah. um so it's i feel like money. i don't spend like a weird flex but i don't spend that much time on it like yeah (laughs) or maybe i do and i just like it feels like i don't yeah but i remember like in middle school and high school like body image was like a really big thing and like it still is but like i like yeah i like the rhythm i like it um yeah like Body image. Body image. Social media. Social media. In middle school. It was In a middle big school, thing. it was like a really big thing. Yeah, because I mean, I had like one friend who was like really toxic to my body image, mental state. Mm-hmm. Um, where she was like super skinny, super tiny, mm-hmm. and she would call herself fat, and she thought that she was like mm-hmm. the fattest person in the world. And I was over here, like, mm-hmm. not fat, but, like, very much bigger than her. Because she was, like, a double zero, and I'm over here. I was, like, an eight in middle school. Mm-hmm. Which isn't even, like, no, no. big. Um, But, like, in my mind, like, when she would post on social media, like, when, <laughs> we were, like, in seventh grade. You would post, like, a picture. You had, like, 50 followers, but then the hashtags you would use would yeah. be, like, yeah. I am ugly, ugly fat oh, like no oh you guys no. don't have friends oh okay yeah no that's very real for me oh yeah. I, okay. I can't relate to that but okay. we all had eating disorders so yes it was exactly true. yeah <laughs> oh eating disorders that would be a fun that would be an interesting it's also eating disorder awareness oh, oh really? yes okay. how i mean obviously i support people who struggle with eating disorders yes yes it, i feel like everybody struggles with yeah. somebody yeah who has one in middle school yes because it was popular when I went to middle school to have any sort of people were like, yeah, oh, like I'm the in a Tumblr culture. I'm blatant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For real? Yeah. For real. Yeah. Tumblr back then? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's so wrong, but go on. Yeah. Sorry. I don't remember what I was saying. So, does Frick. it. Does it does, how about now? Like, what you see oh. on social media? Yeah, does it affect how you see your body now? Um, like, It does, but for the better. Ah. Because oh. now, like, with the body positivity movement, ah. like, yeah. you know, it, like, I mean, I am a curvier person. Like, I'm yeah. not, like... 
I'm mid-size, you know? Yeah. So, like, it... Yeah, like I've like been on like such like a journey of like accepting and loving my body since like middle school, where like having those toxic friends that were literally a double zero, Mm -hmm. like controlling my mind without Mm. knowing it, yeah, like hating myself for it, yeah, like like, you you know, realize I didn't even realize, or like Mm -hmm. thinking that I was fat and like looking back, I was like, what the heck? Yeah, you were starving yourself for nothing, Natalie. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. But I feel like over these past few years, I've, like, seen more of, like, or even just, um, like, American Eagle incorporating, American like, airy too. yeah, just, like, no retouching. yeah, like, completely genuine human bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, has been so much yeah. better and beneficial. So, like, I don't know, I feel like in that aspect, it's, like, been really yeah. useful for social media, but yeah. also mm-hmm. it's a journey, yeah. you know? It was bad, but we're getting better. Yay. Also, speaking of marketing, American Eagle, so smart. What they do is they use, um, like, customers' pictures on social media and will actually use them on advertising on their websites. So it's real girls, real bodies. Not saying that, you know, models aren't real girls, real bodies. But, you know, representing a wider spectrum of bodies. So then people want to buy their stuff because they're like, if I tag American Eagle, they'll repost what I have. So it's just a win-win for everyone. Yeah. Fate, how yeah. about you? Yeah. Um, that's you. you. For social media, social media impacts on your life. I'd are love. You, are you on social media? Like um, that? semi. Yes. I mean, I've had Snapchat since like it came out. Um, I and I. Old. I just never. I'm so happy for you because it definitely like <laughs> is a part of my life, and I oh, wish okay. it wasn't. Yeah. Um, like I mean, it's wonderful to communicate with my friends who I don't see every day like that's the biggest reason I have it um it's just to see the faces and get like little video vlogs from my friends who I don't get to have conversations with we don't always have time to call Mm. so that's probably the biggest reason um and definitely like taking a lot of people off specifically snapchat because that's more of an intimate group of people that I have on there and it's kind of like you know if we haven't talked in a while and we don't really check up on each other and we never really were friends. Like I'll probably take you off because yeah. it doesn't really necessarily add anything to my life and it doesn't take away from their life if I'm not mm-hmm. seeing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely like having cleanses in that mm-hmm. kind of way. Yeah. But yeah. also like I have Instagram and Facebook deleted. I have my Facebook oh, wow. account like muted. Like people can't find me right now because it's, Wait, like, I'll do that to Facebook. Yeah, so then you don't have to, like, if you want to go back and save some photos, which is what I've been meaning to do oh, some summer, okay. to go back and make sure, like, I'm not losing any pictures. Yeah. Um, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I still find myself, like, I'll go back on Instagram, like, on Safari. Like, and I'm still yeah. connected. Mm-hmm. So even if I don't necessarily have the app on my phone, mm-hmm. I always feel myself getting pulled back. And kind of like mm-hmm. Gabs was talking about FOMO. Um, and your friend's just being like, oh, like, oh, like, well, show me her on Instagram or look at, did you see that post? And I'm not, I'm also not on TikTok. So I miss Mm -hmm. a lot of the pop culture references of today made by our generation. It's so fun, but it wastes so much time. Yeah. Like I have the app and I don't go on it and I'm proud of that, but also. The self-control you have. No, but also I'm on Snapchat and I have been. And like Mm -hmm. the idea of deleting my accounts from Instagram and Snapchat, like kind of makes me I don't want to say sad 
but it definitely would be difficult initially. Yeah. Um, it's so ingrained in your life now. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I like being able to look back and see the pictures yeah. I've posted over the years. Yeah. Um, that's not bad, yeah. But you still have the pictures in your photo album. Yeah. I think I would also need to go back and, like, make sure I did have all those and save, which would be a whole process. But I really like the idea of what you've done, Gabs, and just, like, not having it. And not being able to be found and getting to know people, not just on the surface level of social media mm-hmm. and focusing on other things in my life. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so many other things I want to focus I want to be reading 10 to 11 books a month. Are yeah, you kidding me? So impressive. I mean, it's so good. Like, I've been reading, but not as much as I'd like because I have such a reading-heavy course this semester. Mm-hmm. So I'd love... So, like, at the end of the day, when I'm tired, I just want to be around my friends or watch a funny mm-hmm. youtube video or mm-hmm. go on a walk i don't necessarily want to sit down and like try to concentrate on something else even though i do want to read but mm-hmm. but i'm excited Here, wait, a junk I... book wait so i did this self-care thing in social work all we do is talk about self-care because it's such a burnout career um but they talk about like okay what are five things that you want to incorporate like what are five things that like give you joy in life like what are those top five things and so like for me it was like reading um cooking going for walks uh yoga and hanging out with friends Mm -hmm. and then it was like okay calculate how much time you actually spend doing those things Mm. per week and like my numbers were so so low and then they said, write the top three things of reasons why you're not, right. you, like, what do you spend your time doing anyway? And I, like, wrote down, like, Netflix and social media and, um, I, I, I think I put cooking because that's part of my job. I, I cook a lot. Um, and I realized I was spending, like, I would spend, like, four to five hours watching TV on Netflix a, a day. Yeah. And then times yeah. seven days a week. That's 35 hours of my life. Just I lost to TV. And I was like, mm-hmm. I could have read books. I could have gone to see people. But instead, I... And then they talk about in burnout culture, just that the reason why we're burning out is because we're not filling up. Yeah. We're just turning off. And, like, you know when you're, like, you're so tired. You're like, I just want to turn my brain off and go to bed. Like, that's not life-giving in any way. Like, you're just putting all your pain and emptiness to sleep and then getting back up and starting again Mm -hmm. instead of like actually filling yourself with what gives you joy and the people that give you joy and I was like oh well I need to get rid of those things and and you've seen it net positive net positive but I still miss it like I'm like I want to I want to turn off but instead I'm like no I'm gonna like read and then I feel a lot better or like I'm gonna go for a walk yeah walks are so good I've been going on a lot of walks wait that's a really great point I want to do that today and then like come back so like today is like my introspective relax in the room do homework spend time with ivy day and i want to think about that and i need to figure out how to get rid of the most social media that i can still being able to do my job um so maybe you can just get it off your phone only do it on your laptop you can't post from a laptop yeah. can you uh, I, don't I don't think know. you can yeah sadness yeah but i'll figure it out um but yeah that's cool i really like that what you do you could have i have a friend that does this where he doesn't have instagram on his phone but he has it logged in on somebody else's phone that has instagram so then you can just log on that's too much work that's a lot of work see he's an overachiever (laughs) is it who i think it is is. okay cool um but i i do like that idea it's just the fact that i have like three jobs that are social media that all have to post at like different times and it's just kind of complicated 
but I really like that idea. Um, so yeah, I'll figure that out, but yeah, nice. I really like the the five things. Yeah. That's a lot of time. Also, but speaking of like Netflix and stuff, it also is so dependent on how you use it. Like I rarely go on Netflix now and spend a lot of time on it, but at home I would go on it so much, but I didn't consider it that bad of a thing because like I did it with my family. Like me and my my siblings and I, we'd pick a show that we would watch like every single night. My mom, sister and I, we had a show that we would love to watch together. Broadchurch, so good. (laughs) British crime show. Um, but yeah. Yeah, no, I would like ignore people's phone calls because I was watching TV. So I by myself in my room. Oh. So like Cam would be like, why aren't you using my phone? And I'm like, oh, I'm just tired. And I'm actually watching TV. Yeah. And I just don't want to talk to people. And I'm like, this is a bad habit. Therefore, yeah. I can't handle it. My self-control is nilch, which is why I had to get rid of all of it. Yeah. But also, I think there's something to be said for TV shows that can add to your life mm. and give you broader perspectives of thinking. Bridgerton, yeah. no. Okay, oh. not. Bridgerton. <laughs> I Did I watch it? Yes. Yes. But do I support rape in any sort? No. no. Even if it's by an empowered female. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But no. like, no. But no. No rape ever. No. Yeah. Don't do it. What the and heck? just like naked people, probably not the best. It's porn. <laughs> it's porn. My it's life. Softcore. Yeah. Softcore My life would not change if I didn't watch it. As you know, I haven't finished it. I probably won't ever finish it. Do I like the art and how it's filmed and the music? Yes, beautiful. Yeah. Pictures, lovely. But do I need to watch it? Probably not. Is Anyways. It me up is it filling me goodness? up? No. Yeah. But I think Anyways. There is something to be said for yes, documentaries and like watching oh, things yeah, where you can learn. Podcasts. But yeah, podcasts also so just laughing. I think yeah. laughing is very important. It is. Even yeah. if it is from TV like Taking time to do something that you enjoy and that, like you guys said, like it being communal, like if that's something that brings your family together, if TV is something that gets you all on the couch together and spending time together and just sitting and being in each other's presences, Mm -hmm. then like, that's good. There's something to be said for that. So And it's a uniting force. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the only things that like everybody in the nation is watching together because i mean our news is so different you know but everybody watches netflix everybody's seen the office everybody's seen new girl yeah like new girl so good yeah but anyway that's it yeah i was just gonna say it goes back to like the question of is it actually filling you up you know because for me oh like tv with my siblings yeah i love it it really bonds us super fun but TV, yeah. ignoring people's calls, binging, crying in your room, not crying, just but like, alone, or yeah. maybe, maybe crying, sitting in your room alone, maybe not the most filling activity. Watching all eight seasons of Vampire Diaries by yourself during quarantine and spending over two full weeks watching TV completely by yourself with no breaks, not good. Yeah, probably not the best. And did I hate the season by the end? Yes. <laughs> but do I still love Damon Salvatore? Yes. <laughs> Well, look at you now reading. So, yeah. I'm reading vampire. Like I said, this part got cut off because I got a call. So, it turns out that the call was from my prison pen pal. We had been planning on calling eventually, but I had no idea when because how it works is that I give him my number, but I just have to wait. And the call ID, I guess, isn't a name or anything, so... I just had to pick up and see, but I picked it up. Turns out it was my prison pen pal, and yeah. How come I haven't heard from you? I wait. I wrote back to you. Did I not? You did. I thought I was waiting for you to write back, but maybe I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> this is cool. I can't believe I'm actually speaking to you. I 
I know. That's crazy. I almost didn't pick up because I get a lot of junk calls. So I was going to, yeah. like, exit out. But, oh, that's so cool. What have you been up to? The call was awesome. He talked to all of us, and yeah, I don't know. It just made my day so great. It was great to hear his voice for the first time, and the call honestly made my entire day. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Love you all. Hopefully, I will get my pen pal to be on an episode, because I think that would be super cool. And he's so great. has a lot of wisdom, insight into a lot of things, so I'll plan on having him on soon. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.